wrestle not against flesh and blood. Victory is a goal for every battle. Get set for an empowerment to conquer in the battles of life as you listen to Encounter with the Truth by Pastor Sami. This morning I'm talking about the greatest neglect. The greatest neglect. Jesus met John and said, write this letter to my churches. My churches, write it to them. There are seven of them, write them. Church in Ephesus, Simna, Pegamos, Tytara, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. Praise the Lord. When you read from verse 13, John said, who was the one who was saying, write this? He's describing the person. He said, in the midst of the seven candlestick, one like unto the son of man. Who do we call the son of man? Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Good. Clothed with a garment down to the foot and guilt about the paps with a golden girdle. His head and his hairs were white like who? As white as snow, and his eyes were as flame of fire, and his feet like unto fine brass, as, it, as if they burned in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. And he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was, this, was as the sun shined in strength. And when I saw him, now this is where we know is Jesus. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that lived and was dead. Hear it. He said, I am he that lived and was what? Dead. And behold, I live forevermore and have the keys of hell and of earth. Praise the Lord. So when you go to Revelation chapter 2, verse 1, now he begins to address his churches. So every church on this earth, every church ordained by God is not owned by any man is owned by God. Revelation chapter 2. And unto the angel of the church in Ephesus write, These things saith he that holdeth the seven stars in his hand. He's the owner of the church. So he's bringing his word to the church. So a certain pastor will say, this is my church. And you'll be talking like the church is his. But it's not. There is no church ordained by God that is owned by any man. And there are many people that go to church that think that churches are for persons. Praise the Lord. Every leader in a church, in the eyes of Jesus, is a messenger. That's why I said, unto the angel of the church in Ephesus. The angel means a messenger, the one that he has assigned to represent him. Write this to the person. Praise the Lord. Somebody's blessed. Somebody's blessed. So, any church 
ordained by God is not owned by any human being. For example, this church, I am the leader. But I don't, I am just a messenger God is using to build his church. So if you come here and say, oh, the pastor, the church, the pastor is taking money to do his own things. The church is not owned by man. It's owned by Jesus Christ. Any church ordained by, if even the pastor say my church, it's not for him. Because some pastors say my church, my church, my church. They say master, my church is for me. But it's not for him. Because from scriptures, anywhere Jesus appeared, he said every church ordained by God is his. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So who are the men? The men are messengers. He does his work through. And every messenger will stand before him one day. An account. Someone say account. Say account. Say account. So Jesus Christ who owns the church. He has also ordained the purpose of the church. Please, I want you to hear very carefully. What is, what is, what is the church there for? First Timothy chapter 3 verse 15. Why do we have the church? Why do we have the church? Paul said, if I tarry long, that, that thou mayest know how thou ought to behave thyself in the house of God. So the first thing you have to acknowledge about every church is that every church is the house of God. He said, in the house of God. Which is the church? Someone say, which is the church? Say, which is the church? Which is the church of the living God? And what is the church there for? What is the purpose? He said, the church is the ground and the pillar of truth. Say the ground. The pillar of truth. So the church Ecclesia, the body of Christ, every church which is God ordained is there to propagate truth to people. If you want money, you go to bank. If you have an issue legally, you go to the court. Praise the Lord. If you are sick, you go to the hospital. If you want truth to live your life, you go to the church. The church is the ground and the pillar for truth. Anybody who wants to live a life who is, that is full of truth and life, where you will get the material to live is the church. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's the ground and the pillar of truth. Praise God. Now, Jesus, who owns the church, when he came to this earth, he came with a mandate. He had a purpose for which he came. 
in Luke chapter 4 verse 18, he said, The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captive, recovery of sight to the blind, and to set at liberty them at Bruce. And the verse 19 said to, the, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Praise the Lord. So Jesus came on this earth here with a certain mandate. Number one, why did Jesus come? He came to preach to the poor. Number two, he came to heal those who are sick, broken. He came to preach deliverance to those the devil has put into captivity. He came to recover sight to the blind. Those that the devil has blinded the eyes. Living in sin. So that they cannot see the right things. He came to recover their sight for them. He came to set at liberty those who are bruised. And then to preach that there is favor available for every man. Praise the Lord. This was the reason why Jesus came. And that same reason stands now for every believer. Because Jesus has never changed. In Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8. He said Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today and forever. So that Jesus who came to preach good news to the poor. He is still preaching the good news to the poor. But this time he's preaching it through his sent messengers. Praise the Lord. That Jesus who came to preach deliverance to the captive. He is still preaching deliverance to the captive. But this time through his church. The angels of the church. The messengers. He is using them to preach. Jesus who came to heal the broken hearted. He is still now healing the broken other because Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. His mandate has not changed. Praise the Lord. Any disease you came here with this morning, I release healing into your body in Jesus' name. Any broken heartedness, I declare your life healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Any hold of poverty that have kept your life bound, I declare you loose from it in Jesus' name. So that's the good news. The same yesterday, today, and forever, he's still doing the same thing. The only thing is that this time he's doing it through someone say through. Yes, the angel of the churches, the angel of the churches, the saint messengers. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And you know, to do this mandate, this sevenfold mandate, preach to the poor, heal the broken hearted, preach deliverance to the captive, 
recover sight to the blind, set at liberty them that are bruised, and then preach the acceptable year of the Lord. To be able to do this, praise the Lord, the, the path through which he was to do it, scripture shows us, praise God. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, before he was born, an angel came and declared this mandate. Yes, declared this mandate. He said, and he shall bring forth a son. He was talking to Joseph. That is Mary's betrothed husband. He said, he shall bring forth a son. And thou shalt call his name Jesus. Why? Because this Jesus will save his people from their sins. Everybody say, save them from their sins. And when Jesus himself came, in Luke chapter 19 verse 10, he spoke about why he came. Then he said, for the son of man, Luke 19 10, the son of man came not, but to seek and to save that which was lost. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. So he set forth mandate, preached to the poor, healed the brokenhearted, delivered the captive, set at liberty them that are bruised, declared the acceptable year. The way he was going to do it was to bring salvation unto men. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It was through salvation that every one of these things will be realized. Through salvation. It was through salvation. Through salvation. That every one of these things will be realized. He was to save, seek, and save men so that their lives will be free. So he was preaching to the poor so that they will be saved. He was healing the brokenhearted so that they will be saved. He was setting the captive free so that they will be what? Saved. Saved. So salvation is the core mandate of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it is the core mandate of every servant of God. Salvation. It is the core mandate of every believer. Salvation. Praise the Lord. Salvation. Is the core mandate. Is the core mandate. Is the core mandate. So when the writer of Hebrews was writing Hebrews chapter 2 verse 3 Hebrews 2 3 talking to the Hebrews, the Hebrew Christians most of them were legalistic and then he said to them how shall we escape? So the writer added himself we cannot escape. Let's start from verse 1. Verse 1. 
and then you, so that you get it. He said, therefore we ought to give the more endless heed to the things which we have heard. Things we have heard. Least at any time should they slip out of our hands. Verse 2. For if the, the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience receive a just reward, how can we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Praise the Lord. Which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord. So Jesus spoke salvation. And the angels that heard him, the apostles, Peter, James, John, John, all the others, they confirmed it, he said, and was confirmed to us by them that heard him. Praise the Lord. So we saw that all the other disciples, Peter, John, Paul, those who came after, they were all concentrated on salvation. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, any believer or any person on this earth, if you neglect salvation, you will go through the toys and the torture of life. The troubles of man is rooted in the neglect of salvation. Praise the Lord. Because Jesus boldly have said, Matthew eleven twenty eight and 29, he said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavily laden. Come unto me, and I will give you rest. So there is rest with Jesus. Jesus has freedom for every man. Whoever you are, whatever trouble you have, there is an answer with Jesus. But what makes it not answer to people is their neglect of salvation. Because if you neglect salvation, you will not escape the troubles that come with it. Praise the Lord. So whether saved or not saved, you don't need to neglect salvation. Because great neglect of salvation will make you go through the toys and the troubles of life. I pray in the name of Jesus, every trouble in your life, may you be free from it in Jesus' name. As the light of God's word is dawning on you, may every captivity and bondage you are in, may you be free in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. So, anybody who neglects salvation will not escape the toys of men, the toys of life. Now, I want to show us four things that is in salvation, which are very, very important, that because of that, you shouldn't neglect salvation. Praise the Lord. What is in salvation that I should not neglect? Number one. In Acts 
chapter 20, verse 32. Acts 20, verse 32. He said, And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace that is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. It's able to give you inheritance among all them that sanctify. Number one, what is in salvation? In salvation is all your inheritance in Christ. In salvation. Every inheritance you have is in salvation. Praise the Lord. Your blessings is in salvation. Your healing is in salvation. Your deliverance is in salvation. Your breakthrough is in salvation. Your lifting is in salvation. So when you neglect salvation, you neglect everything that is in salvation. Praise the Lord. Everything. He said to give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. So the sanctified have an inheritance. And how do you become sanctified? You have to be saved. Those whose lives are washed by the blood of the lamb. They are the sanctified. Praise the Lord. May you this morning be washed in Jesus name. Every inheritance that is yours that have eluded you. This morning I release to you in Jesus name. Receive your blessings in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive power in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive riches in the name of Jesus Christ. You know, your inheritance in Christ, according to Peter's writing, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. Look, he said, every inheritance that is yours, is like this. He said, Blessed be God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Verse 4. To an inheritance. Everyone say an inheritance. Look at the way he defined your inheritance. Number one. He said your inheritance is incorruptible. Somebody say incorruptible. Number two, it is undefiled. Number three, it faded not away. And number four, it is reserved for you in heaven. So every inheritance that is yours, eh, since you got to know the Lord Jesus Christ, it is still though, because the Bible says it is incorruptible. Everybody say incorruptible. That means that what should have come to you five years ago, you didn't receive. It doesn't mean it's not there. It doesn't mean it is spoiled. It is still there. Because every inheritance in Christ for your life is incorruptible. This morning, as you are in this environment, every blessing that is yours, that was blocked, I will lead to you in Jesus' name. I declare restoration in the name of Jesus Christ. He said, and he will restore to you. Even those that were eating, he said he can restore. 
Because with him, inheritance are undefiled. They are incorruptible. They faded not away. And they are always reserved for you alone. Somebody says it's reserved for me alone. Say it is reserved for me alone. Receive it this morning in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. So I should not neglect salvation because in salvation is my inheritance. What are the inheritance in Christ? Revelation chapter 5. The verse number 12. Look at some of the inheritance. He says, saying with a loud voice, well, this is the lamb that was slain. And the first inheritance he mentioned is power. It's power. Thank God we are in election year. People are going to contest for power. You need power to have rulership. You need power. In fact, you need power for your word to matter. We know that in, in, by virtue of the uh, uh, democracy we do in Ghana. If, if you don't have power, you can be talking, but nobody cares. Because you don't have what it takes to do what you are saying. Praise the Lord. You may call yourself opposition or whatever name, nobody cares. You will talk and talk and talk. The people that have power are the ones who make decisions. So, Jesus died and reserved power for you. This morning, anything that has been holding you bound, I release power to you in Jesus' name. And by that power, I command your deliverance in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, power. You need power to overcome the devil. All the witches in your family, people at your workplace that are planning against you, say, oh, we're on permanent, we're on USA, USA. They will hear your power. We need power. They will still do anything against you. Praise the Lord. It is power. Because you need power to fight devil. Behold, I give unto you power. Luke chapter 10 verse 19. To trample upon serpents and scorpions. If you don't have power, you can't trample upon serpents and scorpions. Behold, I give unto you power. To trample upon serpents and scorpions. They say, upon all the powers of the enemy. Praise the Lord. May you trample upon the enemy in Jesus' name. So, your, the first inheritance he told us is power. Then you go to riches. Revelation 5 verse 12. Riches. Riches. God doesn't want you broke. He doesn't want you poor. And don't believe in poverty. Because it's not a good thing. This church, we are not a poor church. No, no, no. If you are poor, God can build this. We are not poor. We are not poor. So when you see us, don't think poverty. Think prosperity. Praise the Lord. We are not poor. We are not poor. Poverty is... Don't let anybody deceive you that poverty is a good thing. Ah, who told you poverty is good? Who told you? Look, poverty is not a good thing. Don't let anybody deceive you. Don't, because if you carry the mindset of poverty, you will never, God can never prosper you. God can never prosper you. God can never prosper you. Praise the Lord. God can never prosper you. I've said before, I know it. 
One day, I started selling with cocoa powder. Cocoa powder. Yes, it's true. Robert, at his idea, I just said, Katiano, Swahubia. Small boy. That time was around nine, ten, somewhere. And then one brother, he said, Oh, small boy, bra, cocoa powder, I mean, too. He took, he took almost all of them. You know, they do it like a bunch. First car not knowing there's another door at the back. So try me my first car, bro. Brother, I entered the house. I saw one woman washing. I'm so mammy patcho. Brother be for me cocoa or say or first car. Brother be fat. Just taking all the cocoa powder away. I, I don't remember what I told my mother, but I immediately I started crying. Because I started crying. Me, a, a boy, I was crying. <laughs> South hallelujah. So you have your inheritance of riches. Not only there, let's go again. He said, wisdom. 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 The, the, what it takes to live life. Proper, proper. Look, when anybody asks you what is wisdom, wisdom is just something it takes to live life proper, proper. Proper, proper. Say proper, proper. It's your inheritance. God has made available for you through Jesus Christ wisdom. This the way to live your life proper, proper. How to marry proper, proper. How to work proper, proper. How to live healthy proper, proper. Many people don't live life with wisdom. If you want a lot of wisdom, speak with the aged who have now become wise. And they will tell you. If look, there are some women, they left their husband. If they had the wisdom they have now, now that they have grown, they but they didn't have that wisdom, so they left. There are some people who lost their businesses and their jobs. If they had that wisdom before, they wouldn't. Say, say, But so it's your inheritance. Wisdom is your inheritance. Wisdom. Praise the Lord. Oh yes. Oh yes. So this he talk about strength, which is strength means never getting sick. It's your inheritance. Say it's my inheritance. So why do I need not to neglect salvation? So that I will inherit my own inheritance. I will possess. Number two. Why do I need not to neglect salvation? Because salvation is the only key to heaven. Please, hear it. Salvation is the only key to heaven. This earth is just 
a missing field is a pilgrim land. You are here and you are moving to where you belong. Praise the Lord. In Second Peter chapter 1 Praise God. Second Peter chapter 1. Let's read verse 1. He said, Simon Peter, servant of God, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained life precious faith, without through the righteousness of God and Savior Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. Praise the Lord. It is important for you to know that salvation is needed to go to heaven. As a pilgrim on earth, if you can live here and make it to heaven, you need salvation. Praise the Lord. Say, I need salvation. To go to heaven. In Ephesians chapter 2. Verse 5. Downwards. Let's read. It said. Even when you were dead in sins. Has he quickened us together. With Christ. By grace you are saved. So he has saved you. And verse 6. And has raised us up together. And made us to sit together. Huh? In heavenly places in who? Christ Jesus. Heaven is a reality. I was telling. I, I was saying on Friday that. I don't believe in hell. Because somebody said. He went to hell. I believe in hell. Because the word of God. Talks say so. Say so. Say so. I don't believe in heaven because somebody said I had a dream and I had a vision and I went to heaven. I don't live my life on the experiences of people. I live my life on the authority of God's word. So I believe there is heaven because the word of God says so. Praise the Lord. Yes. And for you to go to heaven, you need to be saved. Praise the Lord. In Revelation chapter 20, let's, let's read something to, to tell us that, look, salvation, salvation, we can't play with it because as a pilgrim on earth here, whether you like it or not, one day you exit. In Revelation chapter 20, Verse 11. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heavens fled away. fled away, And there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God. I saw the dead. And he says, small people. Great people. Black, white, yellow, green. Everybody was standing there. And the books were opened. 
And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. Please, don't let anybody deceive you that your works does not matter. Bible says, There are people who deceive people. They are teaching that what you do, your works doesn't matter. But he said that the books were open and they were judged according to their works. So how are you going to be judged? Judge according to their works. What is your work? Your works is your works. The works of the flesh. Huh? Galatians, just give me a quick Galatians 5 19. The works, a numa, a numa, the works of the flesh. Are this? He said it. The works of the flesh manifest. These are the works. Every work is what God is going to use to judge you. He's not going to use anything. Go back to Revelation 20. It's our works God is going to judge us. Praise the Lord. Then he said, Go to where he said that they were judged according to their works. Verse, verse, good. And I saw that there's more, and books were open, and another books were, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. Verse 13. And the sea gave up the dead which are in it. To be a profile, you come, gave out. Praise the Lord. Yes. And death and hell, talking about hate, we call it asamado. They all brought their dead. Every dead anywhere came out. He said, deliver up the dead which were in them. And they were all judged every man according to their works. The same works is there. Continue. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. Move on. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. If a Pentecostal preacher is talking about hell, he's not talking about anything. What he's talking about is this lake of fire, which people will be cast there. And those who are cast there are those who are judged according to their works. And their works are not good. They are the ones we will throw there. So I need salvation to escape lake of fire to make it to heaven. Because after death, it's either you, go, you, you are judged to go to the lake of fire or you are judged to go to heaven. There are no other place. Whatever you are, your position, your title, your color, your age, your sex. He says small and great. They were all come, they all came up. So why shouldn't I neglect salvation? Because if I neglect salvation, salvation is the only way that I can make it to heaven. If I neglect it, I will go to the lake of fire, which Pentecostal preachers call it hell. So when a Pentecostal preacher, a charismatic preacher is saying hell, this is what he's talking about. Lake of fire. If, if your hell means something else, 
It's not that one he's talking about. He's talking about lake of fire. Which scripture says that people will be thrown there. Those who works are found some way. Someone say some way. Someone say some way. Some way. Some way. Some way. And you are shown now some of the works. Galatians 5.19. Some are there. That is only of the flesh. They are those of the spirit too. Which are envy, jealousy, uh, what you call anger, all those things are works of the flesh. But that is in the soul. They are also sins. Praise the Lord. He said the works of the flesh manifest. Which are these? Adultery. For, oh, go back please. Adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, laxiviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance. So he has brought some hatred. You say, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. It's a work that you'll be judged. If you don't leave it, when they judge you, you'll be found wanting. Praise the Lord. Yes. Variance. You are at rift with people. Rift. Especially a man or masomo. A man man or masomo. A masomo. I'm allowed this. I'm allowed this. Praise the Lord. Okay. Troubles. Praise the Lord. Uh, what do you call it? Emulations, wrath, strife. You are just only obedient me. See me new bed, chimpa, my wife who said me. Me papa de coffin team jackery. Me papa de say. Me papa de a friend coffin team jackery. Me no bed chimp. One who said me jackery bad. Praise the Lord. Yes. Sedition, heresies. Move on. Envy. 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 And Ibrebre, who said, when your sister be sent to maybe when you coli, 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 and I'm to Mabako, when you be a friend, you know, who could dinner, who crack on Gonsatro be a, and oh, man's antome. Praise God. Hallelujah. So you see, he talk about it too. He said, madness, drunkenness. Mobina does a bro, and Yashe bro, Yashe bro, our Bible, drunkenness, Gusunumonsa, drunkenness, revealings, and such like. Just a dosunti went to me and cunning in such like. Or say, look, of of the which I tell you before, just a Makamwa Samda. As I have also told you in time past, that they we do things shall not inherit, shall not what? Shall not what? Shall not what? The kingdom of God. They can't make it to heaven. And to Kofia, because if you are judged by your works, and they find you wanting. There is forever. You don't come back. So I don't need to neglect salvation. So that I will make it to heaven. Me. I would not want to live. If I go to hell. I've said it many times. Praise the Lord. Yes. 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 
Yes. It is you that doesn't want. Me, I'm very happy. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. It takes salvation to go there. So you don't need to neglect salvation. If you are blessed to be born an African in these seasons, be happy. Our forefathers, they didn't have that privilege. A great, great forefather. They didn't know any Jesus. What they knew was killing ourselves. When one man dies, we can kill 20 more to add. Because one man have what? Died. That was our life. That was our culture. We were happy spilling blood. Praise the Lord. Happy. What kind of? That's why I have problem with people who try to downplay Christianity now. We are praying now. Our fathers didn't pray. And they say, oh, uh, sorry, empire, empire, empire. Dabe in Africa started by empire. And you can't in your phone at first day. And tokwaya, huwaya, 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 That was our culture. That was our culture. When did we start to pray? That they will not leave us to pray. Kakrebia, ena, abrofukrom, kwawe, omom, empire. Go and read about their fathers. What they were doing. When did we start praying? Africa Christianity Bahada Ben. Tam Ben in the Pasas Yabompai. Is it true or not? Did your fathers pray? They were killed. We were killing ourselves. And marrying many women and having children. That was our life. That was our life. That was our life. You just go back to two generations. Busa Papa. Nebusa or no so papa. Just, just ask. Just, just, just go two generations. Talk to your father and ask your father to tell you the history of his father. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. Praise the Lord. If this one is just two generations, what the more than fifth are? What they know papa has Dada, now oh papa. So uh, you will get when you take about 50, you only get one who married only one. What are changed things? It's the Lord. It's the word of God. Praise the Lord. That is what happened. That was our that was our life. Look, that invites us. Sorry, me, Papa, you about worry 22. Look, 22, 22. Now, and look, Grandpa, on your on your a people change. I'm telling you, sex was the life of the typical African man. So look, I say this without any apology. Anybody who will say, oh, and we are praying and go to America, tell the person, you are ignorant. You don't know what you are talking about. Go and read more. Go and read about their fathers, what they were doing. And stop talking like you are an ignorant person. You are educated, so don't talk like that. You look at this. Uh, why are you educated and you are talking like this? Why? <laughs> Clap your hands for the Lord. 
So I need not to neglect salvation so that I will make it to heaven. Number three, let me just round up. Number, why do I need salvation? I need salvation so that I'll be free from all demonic attacks. Yes. Well, in Colossians chapter 1, verse 12, 13, and 14, let's read. It's interesting. He said, Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us able, the word meet means able, to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness. Someone say power of darkness. And translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. 14. In whom we have redemption through the blood, the forgiveness of all sins. Praise the Lord. When we were in sin, verse 13 said we were in the power of darkness. Demons were holding us in bondage. We were in the prison of the devil. The prison of what? The devil. Through salvation, we were freed. So I need salvation to be free from demonic activities. Brothers and sisters, do you know something? One problem with some of us in the church is that we look for people to pray for our deliverance. We don't look for Jesus to deliver us. We don't look for Jesus to what? That's the problem. Because deliverance begins when one hands him or herself to Jesus Christ. When you give your life to Jesus, he delivers you from the power of darkness. Praise the Lord. Are you here with me? Yes. He delivers you from the power the power of darkness. There are many demonic activities going on nowadays. In your hope, there are witches and wizards. They are working against you. The only way you can escape their, their attacks is for you to have the tag of salvation on your head. Praise the Lord. That's the only way. That they cannot kill you. They will plan your death, but you will live. Praise God. They will plan sickness against you, but you escape. Praise the Lord. Are you here with me? Yes. They will speak their word, but it will not stand because God is not with them. Praise the Lord. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. When you hear, oh, and the devil, I, I, the devil want to kill you. Sisters, original, uh, I was so hungry that I said, "We won't have money now." But some plan is over there. Obeku. But who you can dance on your day? Umu. That's the that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing. So salvation is what keeps you away. Someone say away. Yes, away, away from demonic activities. Demonic activities. Many believers. Who doesn't have this light of salvation? They are kept in bondage. And the devil have upper hand over them. From today, in the name of Jesus Christ, any demonic bondage you are in, I set you loose in Jesus' name. Now, knowing all this, how can one then be saved? How can you be saved? 
How can you be saved? Praise the Lord. Because the good news is that everyone can be saved. Everybody. All of us here. We can be saved. Everybody. We have a song we sing here. Everyone come to Jesus. The Savior. Everyone come to Jesus. The Savior. Everyone come. Everyone can come to Jesus the Savior. Everyone. Whether you are black, you are white, you are old, you are young. You, you are, whatever you are, you are. You are educated, you are not educated. You were born with a silver spoon in your hand, your mouth. Or you were born with no silver spoon. Praise the Lord. Everyone can come to Jesus. Praise God. That, that's an open check for everybody. So don't envy anybody. Don't. Don't worry yourself because salvation is for everyone. And as long as you get saved, anything happening in any man's life can also happen in your heart life. Praise God. So how can you be saved? Scriptures teaches us how a man can be saved. In Romans chapter 10, verse 9, Paul the Apostle He said, That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. It's, it's, it's clear. Look, look at it. Don't confuse yourself. How can I be saved? The Bible has given you the path to be saved. The path. He said, look, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Then you go to the verse 10. He's showing you how we do the confession. He said, for with the heart man believe unto righteousness. So the very moment you believe Jesus, are you hearing me? That he came to die for your sins. He said, you have believed unto righteousness. It's righteous believing. Some would say righteous believing. Yes. And with the mouth confessing is made unto what? With the mouth confessing is made unto what? With the mouth confessing is made unto what? Yes. So salvation every man. Acts 16, 31. He said, believe in that. He will save you and your household. Jesus can save you and everybody in your family through you. Yes. There are some of us here. God has to save you to save every one person in your family. Yes. Because when you look at your bloodline and you look at your family uh, and you compare their life to scriptures, it tells you that they, they are not on the right path. And you are watching them to die. Hey, don't watch them all. Don't watch them. Because when they die, this thing we are saying is not a story. It's a reality. It's not a story. We are not saying stories. We are saying reality. He said, whilst the rich man was in hell, 
was lake of fire. He was screaming. Have mercy. I have horses and five brothers. I have brothers like me. They are also rich. But they, they are living their life anyhow. Send them to go and tell them. Say, no, 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 no. We won't send anybody. People like Samuel and Tim are standing at window, Garden of Eden. They are preaching salvation. If they will not hear, when people come from the dead, they will still not hear. They will argue with. There is no hell. Oh, master. They will argue. So for my basic offering or the other. Kobusa church leaders not the idea offering. offering Don't expose your ignorance. Praise the Lord. Yes. Sometimes people talk as if pastors are fools. But sometimes say that some no do when you call a new school no beat you. University will beat you. One kobi okoy. More class, more and Don't talk as if they are people, and they are intelligent people that sit in church. So don't talk as if those who are in church, they are fools. Like, sometimes when people are talking about church, as if people who go to church, they are fools. Are you hearing me? And give offering like, church, I'm the only one, this guy, I'm the only one, 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 Praise the Lord. Yes. Shout hallelujah. So, believe there's salvation for everybody. Scripture shows us. It said, with the mouth, confessing is made unto salvation. With the heart, a man believes unto righteousness. So, how can I be saved? Number one, believe in your heart that Jesus came to die for you. Say, Jesus came to die for me. That is it. Believe in your heart that Jesus came to die for you. He didn't die for himself. He died for me. Praise the Lord. Yes. He died for me. He died for me. All out, all out. All out I give you my life. To Jesus. Jesus who first loved me. With his love. He saved me. So I give you all my life. I give it all out. Praise the Lord. Yes. So you believe with your heart. And you confess with your mouth. The very moment you do that. The Bible says you are saved. Praise the Lord. And I'm ending with this. There are people who get saved and they are in the father's house. And then one day, Luke chapter 15, the prodigal son, they say, I'm leaving. Say, I'm leaving. Please give me the story of the prodigal son. That boy, he saved. He was in his father's house. One day, he said, I'm going. Say, I'm going. Yes, Luke 15, 11. And he said, Jesus gave a parable. A certain man has two sons. Twelve. And the younger of them said to his father, 
Father, give me the portion of my goose that is mine. And he divided it unto him. I've told you that in, when you are saved, you have inheritance. You have what? So, when you read the parable, this parable, don't think he's talking about somebody. It is you. It is you. When you pray, Lord, give me a husband. Lord, give me children. Lord, you are asking for your inheritance. And most of us, when we receive that inheritance, after that, we live. We live. We live. We live. We live. We live. We do what? We live. There are people who were praying, saying, God bless my business. God has blessed them. Now their business is booming. Life is going on well. For church, he doesn't have time. He has business deals. I have to see this one. I have to see this one. There are people who, when they were nobody, uh, Reverend, instead of department, now that instead of department, he was coming to church. Uh, he became headmaster. Yes, yes. They say, oh, I don't have the time. I don't. He has received inheritance like this one. And he has left. So when you read this story, don't relate it to anybody. It is me and you he's talking about. He's talking about. He's talking about. So he asked for his inheritance and left. And left. And the Bible said that he went to enjoy. He went to a far country and live a certain life. The scriptures call it riots living. He was living big man living. Big man. You know, now he, he's in a certain class. So Sundays, he have a certain, he has to go and play golf. He has to play, you know, man have to do exercise, you see. Man have to, a man have to do this. Man have to, so that life will, because he's in a certain class. He's in a certain hot class. He have meetings with people at Atlantic. Praise the Lord. So he's in a certain class. Now you have stopped going to Akroma. He's sitting at Atlantic and drinking tea and talking. And, uh, <laughs> praise the Lord. Yeah, he's a big man. Prodigal son. It's not anybody he's talking to. It is you and me. Praise the Lord. And then let's move on. He started wasting his life. And when he has spent all, there arose mighty farming in that land. And he began. And he went to join himself the citizens of the country. Now he has joined himself with the unbelievers. The crooked ways they do to make their business work. That's the same way. He's doing that. He's doing that. But he started doing still things were not hard working. To the point that things became very, very hard. That what you even eat, you have to go and borrow. And there are many Christians like that. They pray to God. God bless them. God bless them. After blessing, they use that blessing as an excuse to leave God and to be talking grammar. To be talking grammar. Go, oh, pastor, uh, you know, the <laughs> You know, me, me take a flight to America, from America, me call Australia. Hey, my uncle, praise the Lord. Okay, so let's move on. 
Even at a point he became so hard up that the food to eat was difficult. So he had to eat the food of pigs. Do you know what that one means? We are not talking about any muscle. He had to beg unbelievers to eat. Let's go for lunch. Let's go for hot. People he was preaching Christ to who were saying, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Now, they are the people he's going to beg money from. They are the people. They are the people. They are the people. He's going to beg money from pigs. Pigs food. They no crown put one more man. Okay, what's the thing? I say, Charlie, things they had, oh, things they had. You know, this my daughter. He's, he's going to school. You know, this university thing. He didn't get uh, government one. He's going to private. I have to pay some money. So you just take this 50 and sort yourself out. Praise the Lord. Just take this word. 50. So now, after a while, this man came to himself. This man what? And when he came to himself, he now began to remember. Maybe this morning you are here. You are like the prodigal son. You are coming to yourself. That look, God has opened this door for me. When I was like this, this was my prayer. But now, even going to church is a problem. Praise the Lord. The very moment you see somebody preaching up here, what comes to you? Oh, same God for him. They see can or messages. See can or messages. See can. Praise the Lord. Maybe you are like that. You are coming to yourself today. He came to himself and he said, How many high servants of my fathers have bread enough to eat and to spare? And I perish with hunger. God have many angels. They are the servants. They, they have everything they, they want to eat. You, that is a child. It's not you that he will, he will neglect you of good things. So he came to himself and said, how many high servants? I won't sit here and die. Move on. I will rise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and earth. So there are people who doesn't need salvation. But what they need is genuine repentance and confessing of sins. Confessing of what? Sins. They have been to the father. But they left like the prodigal son. And this one, please go to the eating again. He says, I, I will repent. And he said, I will rise and go. And will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against you. This is confessing of sins. I have sinned. Usrami. When he returned, look, go to verse 19. And I and I'm no more, more worthy to be called thy son. Make me one of thy high servants. And he arose and came to his father. Look, all this while. The father was waiting for him. But when he was yet a great away of, his father saw him and not compassing and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. It doesn't matter what you have done. God has been waiting for you very long time. This morning, if you run to him again, 
he's, he's not angry at you, cry. He's not angry. He's still waiting for you. He's waiting for you. He's ever ready to receive you. He wants to work your life. This boy thought his father would be angry at him. No, the father all this while was waiting for him to come back. You get in the song, we say, He loves you, Jesus, the Savior. He loves you, Jesus, the Savior. He loves you, He loves you, Jesus, the Savior. He loves you. Jesus, the Savior, He He is calling you. He is calling me. Jesus is calling me. He is calling. Jesus, the Savior is come. So all this while the father loved him and he was waiting for him. God is still waiting for you. Maybe you are like this, son. You ask God for inheritance, he gave it to you. And now you have, there are many Christians like that. But when we read the prodigal son, we think about somebody. We don't think about us. It is we, Jesus, is ministering to. It is we. And this morning, salvation is free. It's for every man. All that it costs you is your will to make a choice. The cost of salvation is the will of man. They want to say, Jesus, I choose you. Jesus, I choose you. Jesus, I return back like the prodigal son. Today I have come to myself. I have seen that my ways have not been pleasing. I return to you today. Brothers, it's a great blessing. If not anything for salvation, for heaven's sake. Someone say for heaven. Someone say heaven. Someone say heaven. For heaven's sake, there is the need. There are many of us here. Sometimes my heart bleeds when I see people who are just walking their heads straight to lake of fire. My heart bleeds. They, they, they just walk their head straight to lake of fire. My heart bleeds because this thing is real. It's not a joke. It's a reality. This morning, I don't know. I want to joy with you in heaven. I want to go to heaven. It's a place of eternal joy and eternal grace. If you don't even want all the things in this earth, for heaven's sake, there is the need for salvation. Please be on your feet. You are here this month and you want Jesus in your life. Somebody here needs to give his life to Jesus. Something might change in your life. 
you need that Jesus I want to pray with you you want to say Jesus will become your Lord and Savior lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you you want to say I need Jesus if I die today I cannot make it to heaven because my life is not right lift your right hand and I'll pray with you in somebody's life say father I thank you that you died on the cross for me today I ask you come into my life become my Lord and Savior from today I will follow you and serve you all the days of my life in Jesus name we trust that you have been blessed by the word of God we would love to have you worship with us at Conquest Global Ministries Kakrade, or call us on 0243-287-958 or 0246-111-278 you are blessed